Megillat Esther Perek Chet. In Perek Zayin, we discussed the downfall of Haman as he was exposed as Sorera Yehudim. Esther points at him and says that he is the one who wants to destroy the Jewish people. And Ahasuerosh commands that he is hanged on the tree that he originally built to hang Mordechai. And of course, there is a turn of events. And we continue to read of those turn of events in Perek Chet. Perek Chet is broken up into five sections. The first section is Pesukim Aleph and Bed, in which Mordechai replaces Haman. The second section runs from Pasuk Gimel through Pasuk Vav, in which Esther continues to plead with the king for help to undo the Gezerah of Haman. The third section runs Pesukim Zayin and Chet. Achashverosh responds to Esther and allows the Jews to send out a letter of their own, nullifying, so to speak, the decree of Haman. Section 4 runs from Pasuk Tet through Pasuk Yudalid, and the letter nullifies the danger presented to the Jewish people, and we see exactly what the letter says. And the last section, ending the Perek, Pesukim Tetvav through Yudzayin, the Jews are happy as they see success on the horizon, and everyone is celebrating the turn of events. The, pasuk, the Perek begins, Pasuk Aleph, Bayam Ahu, Natan HaMelech HaChashverosh Le'ester HaMalka Et Bet Haman Tzorera Yehudim, Umordechai Balifne HaMelech Kehigida Ester Mahulach, on that day, the same day that Haman was hanged, the king Ahasuerus gives to Esther Malka the house of Haman. It was customary at the time that anybody that was killed by the king, their possessions, their estate went to the king. And so Haman's estate and his possessions go to Ahasuerus and he gives it over to the hands of Esther. And at the same time, Mordechai is officially introduced to the king because Esther told the king what their relationship exactly was, and the king wants to meet Mordechai, and so he does. Pasuk bet, Vayasar ha-melech etam'ato asher hevira mehaman va'itanahal Mordechai, v'atasem esteret Mordechai al-bet haman. And the king removes the ring from his finger that he had taken from Haman, and he gives it to Mordechai, and Esther places Mordechai over the house of Haman. So apparently, Haman had still, over the house of Haman. Apparently, Haman had still been wearing the ring that the king had given him all the way back from the beginning of the Megillah when he wrote the Gezerah to destroy the Jewish people. And before he was hanged or after he was hanged, the ring was removed from his finger. The king put it back on, but only for a short while. And now he removes it again and gives it to Mordechai, a sign, of course, of tremendous respect and honor to Mordechai. And at the same time, Esther puts Mordechai over the estate of Haman. So clearly, Mordechai has taken the place of Haman. Esther continues to plead and speak before the king. She gets down on her hands and knees and she's crying and she's beseeching him to remove the evil of Haman and his decrees that he wanted to wipe out the Jewish people. So she is bowing down to the king as she continues to plead with him to help them undo the plan of Haman. In Pasuk Dalet, the, the king is going to respond. It reads, the king extends his scepter to Esther in a sign that she doesn't have to be begging on her hands and knees. She is the queen. And so with the extension of the scepter, he tells her to stand up and to speak with him eye to eye and ask him what exactly she wants. And she gets up 
and she speaks to him, husband to wife, king to queen, Jew to the king of this area. And she says, And she says, and she begins her request with a lot of platitudes, and she says, if it is good for the king, if I find favor in your eyes, and if it's okay with you, and if it's good by you, and you want, and she says, please have the letters that Haman sent out that he wanted to kill the Jews rescinded. All the letters that went out to all of the provinces, please have them rescinded. Lahashiv to either to nullify them or more likely it sounds like she wants to have them drawn back. And she continues the Pasuk Bab, Ki is a poetic way of saying, Ech, how? Because how, am I, how can I stand by and watch as evil falls on my nation? And how can I stand by and watch as my people, as my birthplace, as my roots are destroyed? And you can see here Esther standing up, not for herself, but for her, her nation, for her people. And again, we see the transformation of Esther from Pasuk, from Pereke, from a passive to a very uh, actionary person, Person of action in this story. Pazuk Zain, Vayomer Abelach Hashverosh Lester Hamalka, Umordechai Yodi, Hinebet Hamanatati Lester, Veoto Talu Alaretz, Alashesh Alachado by Yehudim. Ahashverosh turns to Esther, the queen, and to Mordechai, the Jew, and he says, I did what I could. I gave the house of Haman over to you, Esther, and I hung him on the tree. I know he wanted to send out his hand against the Jewish people, but I, don't, I have done what I can. And the Pasuk Cheri continues. He says, now I'm going to go above and beyond and I'm going to allow you to write for the Jews whatever you want in my name. Sign it with my ring that has been given to Mordechai because I can't rescind the original letters, letters that go out with the signature of the king, with the stamp of the rings of the king's ring, cannot be taken back. So I can't undo those letters, but what we can do is write new letters on behalf of the Jews with whatever it is that you want to write to help them defend themselves. And so he and so more the Chayin Esther do in Pasuk Tet. And so, this is Pasuk is very reminiscent of an earlier Pasuk in the Megillah when Haman was telling over the verbiage that would go in his letter. But here it says, So they called to the scribes of the king on that day. It was in the third month, which is Sivan, on the 23rd of the month, which means that the story essentially spans a little over two months. The time, the, the date on which Haman wrote his letters was Yud Gimel Nisan, and now we're in the 23 of Sivan. So we're about 70 days later where this is taking place. 
and he and they write down everything that Haman command everything that Mordechai commanded them to write down regarding the Yehudim, and it would be sent out to all of the mayors and the governors and all of the ambassadors of each of the countries of the 127 provinces from Hodu Ve'ad Kush, everyone in their language and everyone in their script, including the Jewish people, which seems to be a chidush. It says, It seems to be that originally Haman did not send letters out to the areas where the Jews were living, but now, of course, Mordechai does to allow them to know what the new plan is. Pasuk Vav, ah, Pasuk Yod, I'm sorry. And they write the letters in the name of the king, and they sign it with the ring of the king, and they send these letters in the hands of those who ride the horses. Here seems to be another name for a horse, but those horses which are specific to the to the kingdom, as it says, which seems to be a, a Persian word that means the horses that were specific to the kingdom. could mean one of two things. Either it could mean mules, in which case the sentence would be telling us that there were three methods of transportation through which Mordechai got the letters out. He sent them with Ratzim Basusim, those who were the express mail with horses, and those who were perhaps a little bit slower on regular horseback from the kingship, and then on mules. Another way to explain it is that Ramachim is actually a Persian word that means Aredin, which is a flock, which essentially means that Mordechai sent out word with the horses, the fastest horses that belong to the kingship, all in a flock, trying to get the word out as fast as humanly possible, but nonetheless, Mordechai sends word out to all of the 127 provinces with haste to make sure that everybody gets the word as to what is the new plan regarding the Jewish people. And that new plan is Pasuk Aleph. You have to appreciate the, all of the language that is reminiscent of the decree of Haman, but now it's being turned on its head. Those letters said that the king was allowing the Jewish people in every city to gather together and to stand up for themselves to destroy and to kill all those who would be coming up against them to kill them, whether it's men, women, or children, and to take their booty, meaning it's a complete nullification or a complete flipping on its head of the original decree. Everything that Amman said could be done to the Jewish people. Achashverosh is now allowing Mordechai to say the Jewish people can do to those who attempt to kill them. And it continues, Pasuk Yudbet, Beyom Echad, Bechol Medinot HaMelech, Achashverosh Bishlosha Asar Lechodesh Shenem Asar Uchodesh Adar, this permission to stand up for themselves, to kill others if they are in danger, would only be in effect for one day, the same day that Haman had identified as the day of the killing of the Jewish people, that of course being the 13th of the month of Adar. Pasuk Yud Gimel, and copies of this letter went out to all of the provinces, to all of the cities, so that everybody would know that the Jewish people should be prepared for that day 
to take revenge against their enemies, to stand up for themselves, to protect themselves against anyone who is trying to kill them. Again, one has to appreciate the language that is used. The, these horses that we originally discussed in Pasuk Yod went out quickly to all of the cities. The words that were used to describe Haman in earlier Pirakim, that he was Mivuhal, that he was afraid, and he was pushed along, now are being used to describe the haste with which the horses are running out to get the word of the king out, that the Jewish people can defend themselves, and the, this decree gets to Shushan Habira, again, reminiscent of the original decree that went out when we talked about the fact that Shushan, the capital city, got the letter and everyone there was distraught. And Mordechai goes out in front of the king, and he's dressed in royal garments, in royal colors, and he has a golden hat on, and he has a beautiful scarf that is made out of royal colors and linens, and the city of Shushan is happy and ecstatic, and again, as we saw originally when the decree went out and we said that the people of Shushan, not only the Jewish people, but all of the people of Shushan were destroyed over the decree that went out to destroy the Jews. Now all of Shushan, Jews and non-Jews, are happy to see that the decree is being overturned. Pasuk Ted Zayin. Famous Pasuk, of course. And the Jewish people had light and happiness and celebration and everything was going well. Of course, this is to undo the Pasuk in Perek Dalit, which said that the Jewish people had evil gadol, that they had tremendous mourning. This is now undoing that. And now the Jewish people have celebration. And in all of the provinces and in all of the cities, all of the places where the new decree had reached, there is celebration and happiness amongst the Jewish people, and there is parties, and they're making it to holidays. Again, this is undoing another Pasuk in Perik Dalid, where it said, that the Jewish people were crying, and they were mourning, and they were eulogizing. Now they are celebrating and having parties at the turn of events. And interestingly enough, the Megillah tells us that many of the non-Jews were converting because the fear of the Jewish people had fallen upon them and they were afraid and they see that the, the direction that the new kingship is taken behind the Jewish people. Others understand it, not that they were actually converting to Judaism, but that they had befriended the Jewish people and that they were supporting the Jewish people in all of their endeavors as they saw the change of tide that was happening with the turn of events. So in Perekhet, again, we saw Esther pleading with the king to further help them. He says he cannot rescind the original letters that went out, but it gives them permission to write their own letters, which they do, and they send out with tremendous haste, saying that the Jewish people are allowed to defend themselves on that very same day, the Yud Gimel Adad, against anybody that tries to kill them, as they try to defend themselves and make sure that they are protected from the decree of Haman, and everybody is celebrating, everybody is happy as the change of events 
is now reaching all of the provinces in Ahasuerus' reign.